Welcome back to Phase 2 Podcast. We are honored today to have Ryan, a fellow weekend warrior, mm. uh, on the cast with us. Uh, welcome aboard, Ryan. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so is it Phase 2 officially? Okay, so we were just talking, and a lot of people, it's very controversial, the name of our podcast. Super controversial. A lot of people, uh, uh, last week... Mac was saying that phase two kind of sounds like, oh, are you sick? Like, is it phase two like cancer or like phase two coronavirus or something okay. like that? Um, so we, we're not inviting him back. <laughs> yeah. But we, we thought phase two would be cool because it's, it's something that they really say in Korean a lot. Che Ie Inseng. So our first life of being basketball players is over and now we're on our second phase. Okay. So that's why we thought phase two. Yeah. Well, you, you're, not, you're, not, you're not going you're not with it? You're not feeling it? It's uh, not hitting you? Not really. It, it, it doesn't I mean, resound. It's good. It's good. I mean, but <laughs> he said, he said, it's good. But that's what people say when they when they think it's really bad. It sounds like you're talking yeah, it's, about like it's a, good. It's good. It sounds yeah. like you're talking like a like a like like a fat chick that you did. Like, like how was she? Like, oh, she was really nice. She, she was. Nice. Uh, she was. Good, 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 good fun. You know, she had a good personality. Uh-huh. So if it was, if it's not phase two, then what should it be? Then come on, give us give us some ideas here. Uh, my favorites were definitely number one would be the Soul Brothers. Soul Brothers. Soul S E O U L. Yeah, it kind of plays on. Because isn't Korea's like isn't Seoul's new theme like mm-hmm. we stole you or something? I've seen that all over the right. the subway system. Mimi we, Mimi we, the, mm-hmm. the Gangnam one, yeah. So maybe Soul Brothers or Brotherly Love. I thought that was pretty. We're cool. not from Philly though. That's all right. We, That's all right. You know we all grew up with Fresh Prince and you know. True, true. Yeah. I guess we go that route. Um, so you're suggesting? Let me get this straight. You're suggesting that we should change the name. Of our extremely successful Phase Two podcast to Brotherly Love, I think the listeners would be upset, but you know they could they could get, they could back that uh, for Did the people print- in, for the people in Muskogee, Wisconsin. Right now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know that I'm married to Phase Two yet either, but it did sound like a good idea at the time. Which so mm. many of our ideas sound like great ideas at the time. Me and Eric were like going to go on a motorcycle trip a while ago. <laughs> and so the first thing we did was make Sons of Anarchy uh, leather vests, right. which was probably not the first place to start for that trip because it's time consuming. It's a whole deal. Um, and then we were like on the Internet for like literally a whole basketball season. Like, oh, we're going to need guns, man. We're, gonna be good. <laughs> we're two Asian guys going through Wisconsin, Montana. <laughs> we're going to need guns. People are going to fuck with us. Right. And we don't belong to we don't have the protection of like the Hell's Angels, like a whole group of people. Mm-hmm. And so but it sounded like a good idea at the time. But it ended up we ended up uh, not going on that trip. So it's probably best. Yeah. I think you don't want to represent kind of the wrong people. And for what I've seen of Sons of Anarchy, you don't want to mess with those guys. But to be fair, we got a lot of like love wearing our cuts around Korea. Yeah. Because people actually yeah. thought that we were a biker group. You did make them? Yeah, yeah. We, we ended up making them. We got We got the, the vest. Um, and then people would be like, we, we made a, our own biker club mm. and uh, called El Camino. Right. And which sounded like a good idea at the time. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are like, I think I've heard of you guys. Like other guys at the Korean biker bars would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of you guys. You guys are rolling from, uh, from Incheon, right? What, but then, what cr- kind of Korean biker bars are there? Dude, there's oh, a, this thing? Exists, man. It's a, a whole lot, thing. So, so we, really? we're, we're, yeah. we're riding around because after we retired, we, uh, awesome. we made these, like, you know, these cuts and went and we were heavy in the sands of anarchy. And then we decided to do a tour of Korea, right? So we're riding around and we got the cuts. We look pretty official, you know? 
And then we stopped in some bars where, like, you know, these bi- other bikers were out there. You know, you could see the bikes. Kunsan was where it was. Kunsan was big. Kunsan, and Osan, okay. a lot of these places are big. So we went down there, and then on the back is the El Camino. You know, and then under, um, we had, like, the Compass Rose as our main sign. And then underneath, excuse me, underneath it said uh, Dead Reckoning. And so people are like, yeah, I've heard of you guys, man. So, so what, what's, what's you guys look fucking official? But people be asking questions like, yo, what's, so what's your membership like? You know, like, oh, it's kind of like a family thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got a lot of love, though. Like, a lot of people were. What you may not know is in Korea, a lot of the military uh, bases have chapters of American biker clubs. So, like, one of the most original uh, biker gangs, uh, what is it? BF, BFMC? Booze Fighters. Booze Fighters. This is the one that Marlon Brando uh, did in, what was the song? Young and Reckless or? Young Young Riders? One of his first movies where Marlon Brando is the head of a biker gang. I forget what it's called. But anyways, that was based off these guys. So these guys are like pretty famous before the Hells Angels. Okay. Yeah. I had no idea that culture existed. Yeah, man. You need to get a bike and join our gang, man. Can it be called a gang with two people or do we have to go? Three's a gang. Three's a gang. So that's why we're trying to recruit you. I don't think my wife's going to like that. Three's a crowd. Three's a crowd. I think ten's a gang, right? Damn it. So I don't know if the wife's gonna allow me to take a bike. Can a scooter just work? Think, just think about it. Just think about scooter it. Can't work. Kickboard. Yeah. No. Kickboard. But do you uh, ride, do you ride motorcycles? I don't. Um, I rode like ATVs as a kid, uh-huh. four wheelers, uh, some bur- so, some dirt bikes. But I'm just too big. You know, I can't get the same speed that the little guys get. So it was mainly just ATVs. You never thought about getting a motorcycle? Nah, no, no, never. No, too scary. Um, my friend Nate, he went to Thailand for a month and mm-hmm. had a scooter. So he uh, he loaned it to me. He's like, ah, you know, use it while I'm gone, you know, have fun with it. And I started getting way too confident with it. So mm. the first week I was hesitant. I was, you know, waiting in line in traffic. And then, mm. that's actually worse in Korea. Rookie. So then I started getting confident going up above the line. On the sides. Yeah, kind of cruising through. And then by the third week, I'm like... Uh, having a couple bottles of soju, kind of cruising Wheelies. home, like way too, way too confident. And then I, the last week I just said, I can't ride this anymore. I'm, oh, so you I'm never gonna, got in like an accident myself. or anything. You just got too confident and scared yourself by your level of confidence. Well, the last time I wrote it, I think it was like 6.30 in the morning, right after McBreakfast, after being in a club mm. all night, and then riding home, I'm like, this is not going to end well. This is Daejeon or this is Seoul? This is in Daejeon. Okay. This is in the hometown. Mm. Yeah. So I got way too confident and just decided. I've actually never, I've had two accidents and they've both been on scooters, never on a motorcycle. I think when I get on a motorcycle, I'm scared of the power of the beast. So it's like when you change the blinds in in poker, a lot of people are good at $2 blinds in Texas Holden. You raise the blinds and then people are like, ooh, they get freaked out. That's like me. I'm like you with the scooter. I get comfortable and I get in accidents. Never happened on a motorcycle because I'm scared shitless of the thing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not really the the motorcycle that scares me. It's more the people around you. Mm-hmm. And just it's they're, always like they're inexperienced with motorcycles and, yeah. and scooters and drivers. Yeah. It's always like that. I mean, usually like when, when, when you're riding, it's never the operator error that caused an accident. Usually the, the majority of accidents are by other people, like, you know, not seeing you, not being aware or be, like the rider not being able to react in time when something crazy happens. Like just a while ago, I mean, I got hit, you know, like on, on a bike. I've, I've been hit twice on my motorcycle. Yeah? Yeah. Where were, that was in Seoul? No, we were coming back from Yangyang 
and uh, we were passing some cars. Luckily, we weren't going very fast. We were going maybe like 30 kilometers an hour. And then we were passing a car, and the car just decided to change lanes and ran into me. Uh, threw me off my bike. How's the bike? Bike? <laughs> yeah, I like how you didn't ask him. <laughs> how are you? How are you? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I, I'm fine, by the way. Previously. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I'm all right. Like, luckily, I didn't get hurt. You know, my helmet and bike got totally fucked up. But, I mean, you know, it, it, it's, it's good that uh, I was able to kind of, like, avert the danger and jump off the bike wear like, protective equipment that's yeah. the that's the main thing that helmet was literally right. smashed to bits and my helmet gloves like everything i had that was protective like definitely worth the money for sure mm -hmm. how's your biker gang jacket did it hold up it actually stood the test of time you know we had it made down in uh in a pyongtech so it was like a jacket that we made <laughs> but like sliding on the concrete even at like a slow speed like it absorbed all that like did, you, did you throw away the jacket no it probably looks cooler with all those like battle scars on it, huh? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Or does it? Or did it get fucking destroyed? I haven't seen it. Like the the arms got some like holes in it, mm. but I mean that's probably cool. You probably catch yeah. Mr. Tony down in uh, Sultan if you're listening. It's not, it's not a winter jacket. <laughs> Shout out! Though. Shout out! Yeah. Oh, but man. it's a yeah. It's a it's a definitely glad that I had all that stuff on. Now, did, were you able to avoid it at all, or did you not see it coming? No, see, like what happened was like I was I was behind the car. And then he changed lanes, and so I passed to take his spot. And then he decided that he wanted to go back in the lane. That Change he was your heart. Yeah. So he changed, and then I didn't have time to react because, like, if I would have, if I would have like gone out of the way, I would have put myself into the barrier. Which is crazy because I, I I do that all the time when I'm on the freeway. Like, you know, mm -hmm. you're like you change lanes, and you're like, oh, this lane's going faster, and then you change back into the the lane, never having a full change lane. Do you ever do that when you're driving, or you're more of a safer? I'm I'm grandmother behind the wheel. You know? oh, okay, okay, okay. You know, I might if the speed limit's 100, I might get to 105 or so. 108 if I'm feeling okay, crazy. Okay, okay. Let cruiser. your hair down. <laughs> Just cruise. Um, but my dad actually, my dad rides bikes a lot. Um, okay, more of a daredevil. More of a daredevil. Over 30 tattoos. More of like uh, he'd actually fit into your gang a little bit better than I would. Could you yeah. maybe give us his information after we're done? Sure. <laughs> Wait, what, 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 get... what does your dad ride? He rides Harleys? Or? He does, yeah. Uh, when I was a kid, he rode a Harley, um, some different variations, would trade a lot. Uh -huh. He went to a crotch rocket oh, at kind of one point. He thought it would be fun. Those just are really to have uncomfortable that. to ride. Is he as big as you? Yeah, he's just probably 6'4", probably 250, big guy. Yeah. So did, he, did he used to hoop or play ball or anything? He Football? was a baseball player. Oh, just like yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, like baseball. Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> Wait, so you, you got into baseball because of your dad, but not bikes? Not bikes. Well, he, so he switched to this crash rocket. Uh -huh. and I think it's two weeks or three weeks, he had an accident. Mm. And that's when he switched back to Harley's. He said, you know, people couldn't hear him coming as much. He said actually the, the loud yeah, Harley sound was I could see that. a lot safer. You know, other mm -hmm. cars were more aware of you and... I heard that a lot with uh, electric cars because they're so like, you know, you get your Prius and no one can hear you, especially people are jogging with their earphones in and stuff like that, where they were kind of like, oh, these cars, they don't make any noise, but they should make some noise to alert some people. Hmm. They're too stealthy. I know a lot of people like when they're riding, like they, they adjust their muffler to make it louder. I think there's a, a mode on the Tesla you can change and actually really simulate a I'm right next to the sure. fart, the fart button. Yeah. Do you see the yeah, the crazy Christmas mode or something they have? They huh. actually put Santa Claus on the screen. Really? While you're driving. 
They, they, I mean, but, I mean, I need Tesla. a Tesla. Tesla's I will. Doing, I will get one at one point. Tesla's doing the most. Like they're they're like the like the coolest company. Well, if you've never test driven one, they're always looking for especially foreigners to come and test drive those. Ooh. So if you go out to the the Hanam Starfield, you can set up a test drive. Like me, and my wife did it. And it is fun. It's which a, one, the X? Did you? Which one did you test? We drive? test drove the X. This was, this was before the SUV was in Korea, so that was the option we had. And you know, like I said before, I'm a pretty cautious driver, but this thing is a rocket ship. Like, with having no gears and stuff, the guy was saying it's faster than a Porsche 911. It's no, just, yeah, as soon as you I've touch it, it just takes off. Um, so my wife and I, we test drove first. You know, we. We tested a little bit, you know, we pushed the pedal, but then he's like, all right, let me try it. Let me show you what it can do. And he put it in like hyper mode. And I mean, it just threw me back in the seat. Wow. I've never felt anything like that. Even on the, the, my dad's Harleys, the, the crotch rockets, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never felt that kind of really? you know, well, com- speed. On combustion engine, there's always going to be, no matter how responsive it is, there's always a little bit of a lag because, you know, you press a thing that ignites the, the fuel and it turns the piston. Whereas... Uh, a Tesla is just the the motors on the wheel. There's not a whole like transfer of energy type deal. I know, like like uh, the the place where where we bought our motorcycles over there in in, in Chumuro, um, they have electric bikes there also. And the guy was like telling me, he's like, "Now you should you know check this out, take it for a little ride." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like it looks kind of weird, you know." I was like, "No, I'm good." And he's like, "No, seriously, just check it out." I was like, all right, fine. I'll take it for like a like a little like quick little tour, right? I jumped on and like, it doesn't have like a clutch or like it's just a weird. It's like a completely different thing, right? You feel like you're on a bike, but it doesn't sound like a bike because it sounds like zzz. like it yeah. just has like this weird sound. But it's super fucking quick, like compared to my bike. And my bike was you know pretty quick. Man, this thing would like it was insane. It just didn't feel like it felt like a toy though. It didn't feel like a like a machine. Like a Tesla kind of feel like that or. It did because before before you did a test drive, they walk you through the whole process. Mm-hmm. You go into the store, and you see the frame, and it's aluminum, you know. Mm-hmm. And you actually, he recommends like you go ahead and feel this frame, feel how light it is. So you're like, is this safe in an accident? Like, is this going to crumble? And he, he shows he showed us some like some videos and <laughs> like yes, this is all the dead people. <laughs> I mean, my first car was a Monte Carlo SS, a huge oh, black wow. 1984. No, 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 it was a maroon white. There was white ones? Pearl. No, my dad had it painted. Oh, okay. Because I thought there was only two colors yeah, for Monte Carlo. It was like black. burgundy yeah. and black. With a red stripe. Yeah. So he had all the decals taken off and completely painted white. So, uh, I mean, this one is a boat. It's probably 10 times the weight of that Tesla. So you think, you know, we grew up those big cars. Uh-huh. So you think big is safe, you know, lots of steel protects you. Right. But, you know, he showed us videos of the crashes and how it's meant to crumble in certain ways. And it's pretty safe, so... Uh, but it did feel like a toy, yeah. When you're driving it, it's kind of weird because, like, when I when I was on the electric bike, I've never driven a, like driven a Tesla. Or I've never actually been in a Tesla before. But like, you, there's something about like when you're on a bike, you can feel like the rumble, like the smell of the gas. Like, there's something about like that machine. Like, even when you jump in a car, like, like there's a certain feeling that you get. And I've heard that like Teslas have like a different feeling altogether. Like when I jumped on the electric bike, it just it didn't feel like a motorcycle. So I wonder, like, if, if that's just, like, I mean, it might be something that people just got to get used to. I don't know, man. I felt like I was living in the future. It was cool. Because, <laughs> uh, like, when I was in Amsterdam this past summer, um, a lot of the the, um, the taxis are Teslas. Really? Yeah. Oh. 
So like, Europeans, yeah. man. It's ahead of the game. It's so cool. Because I remember, like, the first time I went to Europe, like, we went around, we saw, like, Mercedes-Benz's taxis, and I was like, damn, what kind of country is this, man? They got Benz, right. Benz taxis? But then now they got Tesla taxis, and I was like, wow, that's pretty fucking dope. I remember Europe was the first time I saw a smart car, and I was just like, wow, you guys are, like, economical. <laughs> I thought it was stupid, obviously, coming from America. I was like, where's your SUV, car? pussies? <laughs> but then you think, like, oh, they were thinking about climate change before we <laughs> yeah. were. They're smart. Um, yeah. Shifting gears just a little bit. So, uh, I, I, did you... Did you watch the Seinfeld stand-up on Netflix? I didn't. No. You didn't? You didn't? No, okay. I, didn't I totally recommend it. Okay. Um, just it. one yeah. line of that uh, thing that, that, that occurs to me. Now, now, a little background. Me and Ryan, we've always known each other from like just basketball. I'd see you around from basketball games. I think you were actually knew Eric a lot better than you knew me because uh, Eric was always we play more in the open yeah. gyms and I was always out doing different stuff. Um, but now I think I hang out with you more than any of my other friends. <laughs> Well, we got kids, you know. So, so, so Seinfeld says, he in the thing, he's like, basically, if you're single, I have nothing in common with you. I don't <laughs> fucking just tell me if you're married or single. And if you're single, I weed out half the people. I don't waste my time. And if you're married, then then we're speaking the same language. So, um, just in my life, I think I see you more than any of my the friends that I used to see more often when I was single. Um, do you find that that's that's kind of the way it's gravitating in your life? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I still play these rec sports uh -huh. in Seoul and that's mainly just to keep those connections with my friends. You know, mm -hmm. it's not even about playing the sports anymore because I'm, you know, I got bad knees. I'm pretty washed up, but it's, <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm just there for the camaraderie at this point. Uh -huh. I'm there for the high fives. For sure. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. You go play. I'll, I'll chill here. I'll stand on the side. But I mean, it, when you have kids and you're married, it, you have to really put an effort into keeping relationships open with your friends. Um, so, yeah, I think I see you about more than anybody else. As uh, well. No, but I mean, like, <laughs> is it also like this like type of thing? Like, obviously, you guys are both married, both have kids around the same age. But then also is it like your wives get along. Yeah. So like, so like say That's even awesome. like it's like you probably have other married friends where maybe your wives don't get along or maybe you don't get along with the wife or whatever it may be. And then, like, that situation could be difficult because it's got to be the whole package, right? Oh, it's it's tough to, right? to fit all the levers into place. Yeah. If if your wife doesn't like someone, yeah, you can't hang out. The only people that don't get along are, are kids. But they're, they're, they're warming up to each other. They're getting better. You Leah, Leah stopped hitting Jack yeah, as right. frequently. <laughs> she gave him a little love tap last week. No, and week, I think Jack's but, getting uh, tougher, though, too. He's not, he's not, like, getting pushed around by It's probably, like, thanks anymore. to Leah because Leah's been tough with him. That's so part really. of it. I think it's those assholes at Odinichip too, like at daycare. I think they're trying to steal his toys and stuff, and he's finally standing up for himself. Well, Leah's, yeah, my daughter is a bit of a thug. Um, but she's, she's softened up, I've noticed. She has, but I think that started in Malaysia. I don't, I disagree with you, because after you came back from Malaysia, that's when we were hanging out a lot, and that's yeah. when she was just beating the crap out of my son. So maybe she that's learned what I mean. it in Malaysia. But did you? Oh, guys, that's when that's when the violence started. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant that's when the softening started. <laughs> that's when the violence. Started. I don't think I don't think you know this. So we we did my wife and I we did a a camp in Malaysia, camp, right. so winter camp there, and uh, we took our daughter. She was I guess she was eleven months at that point, hmm. and we put her in a Malaysian daycare, like hmm. so we didn't really we we did as much research as we could, but. We needed some time during the day to be with the students and kind of take care of them. So we found this little like Chinese run daycare nearby, you know, and this was like pretty hood, 
Johor Bahru is a pretty nice place. <laughs> in Johor Bahru. <laughs> so it was like, there was a huge steel gate to get in, intercom nice. system, you know, like. Concertina wire. <laughs> Seriously. So we just take Leah up and we kind of, we kind of, we just take Leah up and it seemed safe. The kids seemed really happy. We spent, you know, 30 minutes there. We're hanging out and then we're like, all right, Leah, bye-bye. <laughs> Just kind of left it to the wolves. But then what? It was like Mortal Kombat pit fighting. What were they doing? <laughs> Betting on the kids? <laughs> I was like, you kickboxer. Gotta, you got to step it up. Kumite, baby. <laughs> you got to be hard. You know, um, so that, she was one of the youngest kids there. So this particular school was six months till uh, four years old. Oh, gosh. And some of these kids, they were there from eight in the morning till 10 o'clock at night because of their parents worked in Singapore. Uh-huh. So that, you know, they ran that school. You know, they were there a lot. And we were just hoping for a few hours a day to have some place where she could play with other kids Uh and give us a small break. So I think the the first three days she had some stress. She like, she came home the first day and kind of bit me on my arm. Ah. And she's never done that. (laughs) But you got to do that to survive at daycare. You got to, it's going to carry over. She learned, you know, so... After about two or three days, the stress kind of level went down, and then she started actually having fun. Um, There was a Filipino teacher there. She would give us updates on it. We felt safe. And, yeah, she got hood. She got tough. And then, unfortunately, that spilled over on your son, Jack. Yeah, he he got the brunt of that. It's like like, uh, fucking, what is it, Cobra Kai. Like she's at Cobra Kai. I'm over there. Sweep Mr. the legs, Johnny. I'm over with my my son doing bonsai tree stuff, and she's giving orange slices. But you know, yeah. it is hood, man. Uh, she said yeah. that's cool, though. Damn. Well, look. Uh, around this time, we usually oh. um, get into a little like session that we do where we play a couple games. So I'm gonna do like a little word game with you. Okay. And, All right. Let <laughs> me get my beer. Yeah, get your get beer. My coffee. Get your beer. All yeah. right. We'll talk about Leah being the king of the daycare or the queen of the daycare later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But now I got a, I got a list of top threes, okay? So I'm going to give you a topic, whether, you know, it could be pillows or, you know, snacks, whatever, and give me your top three. And we're going to judge you on your picks, so. Yeah, okay. So. Do you know the answers to these? Uh, you're making the answers. I'm just going to oh, okay. judge you whether I agree with your answers or I think you're an idiot. Okay. So okay. Steve Harley. Steve Harvey. Okay. You ready? you ready? I'm ready. Top three Korean beers. Mm. Ooh. Don't say they're all the same. Don't, they're not. don't, don't. They were all the same. So okay, and now yeah, I've been here. They're different now. Over ten years sure. now, but we're okay. we're evolving. Um, I'm gonna go number three as Feelite. Ooh, that is your go-to these days. I'm really on the Feelite because you know it's your go-to, but it's number three. Yeah, well, okay. just because of the price. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but apparently there's not enough barley in it to be be considered a beer. <laughs> What is it? A soft drink? <laughs> I know it, it is considered a soft drink. Really? Yeah. So it's the, like a spritzer or like a so KGB the, or something. It's just below the threshold, so it actually counts okay. as a soft drink. So that doesn't count then. What's your th- what's your number three beer? But the reason, <laughs> but the reason why I like that is if it's half the price of normal beer. Mm. So if you go mm. to Costco, a, a case of you know Terra or something is thirty six thousand one. But a case of Felite is 17. So you're you're so. when you're making your criteria, the biggest if, if there's a pie chart, the biggest portion is price, not taste. No. And we're dealing with beer. We're great. dealing with beer, which is one of the cheapest alcoholic beverages. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. You know, the wife gives me a <laughs> do you have an allowance? Uh for alcohol? No, I mean for like <laughs> monthly. Uh because I, I mean my wife gives me allowance. How, 
Like I get oh that's I get three hundred thousand won per month for alcohol. That's pretty generous. Not for alcohol for a living for life, <laughs> which is crazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's think about that for a second. In a, is this a month? This is one month. What can you do with, it, with less than a hundred dollars per week? But it doesn't. But your food can't can't be part of that. So, well that that that's where we fight. Okay. Because if we eat dinner with together or eat lunch together, she uses our card. Is she taking that out of your three hundred? If I'm alone and I eat, that's out of my money. So, <laughs> like, which which sometimes I'm like, well, you didn't make lunch. There's no lunch in the house. There's no uh-huh. lunch. You didn't make anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have nothing to eat. You got a valid so point. I want to use our card, our, our uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. our joint card. She's like, well, no, McDonald's is not on our our plan. You know, so use your use your allowance. <laughs> wow, it's almost forcing you to make bad food choices because there's not much on that card. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go eat McDonald's. Yeah. So, how do you use that allowance? Actually, yeah, I usually save it. You know. Okay, hold on. We're Man, getting like, off, off topic. We are getting off topic. Two. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Number two. Okay. Number three is fillite. Fillite number three, just because of the cost effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, number two would be Terra. I think I like Terra. So it's like got a. We're drinking Terra right now, we by are. the way. Yeah. Terra, if you, if you guys want to, I don't know, sponsor. sponsor but yeah. Cool. Tara for the taste and the price, you know, and the you can find it pretty much any convenience store. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more to, expensive, a tiny bit more expensive, but definitely worth it for the taste. Mm-hmm. And then number one, I would go with Red Rock. Ooh, another Korean beer. Another. Oh, well, we are doing no, 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 no. We are doing Korean beer. But Red Rock, am I am I correct? In Red Rock, you can only get Sang. Yeah, you fresh. You can't get it at the penny John. What am I trying to say? You can only get a draft. The fresh on draft. Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> only get it fresh. Yeah, I think right. I think Red Rock because of the nostalgia. Nostal- yes. Nostalgia of it. The first. It was the first, like, so you always had, like, OB or height, and that didn't taste great when I first came here. So I would always get, you know, pay the extra 50 cents and get the Red, Red Rock. Rock. Mm. So some of the bars I went to, I, I drank a lot of Red Rock in my day. So mm. it's more of a Not nostalgia you. thing. Okay, okay. So, All right, question number two. Top three super villains. Ooh. This could be a cartoon villain. This could be a James Bond character. Mm. That's tough. Um, Top three. So I think number three, who's the dude from Simpsons? Side, Sideshow Bob? Sideshow Bob. Is he, he the count? villain? I Does thought it was Mr. Uh, Smithers was the, the main villain. No, Mr. Smithers oh, is the assistant to Mr. Burns. Oh. So he's actually yeah. a good guy. Throwing heat at him, huh? It's been a while, guys. <laughs> so I'd say Sideshow Bob. I always like the uh, House of Horrors, the the Halloween episodes. If you didn't check out the recent one, it was pretty funny. Was it pretty good? Sideshow yeah. Bob. It's a good one. That's, I, unexpected, but yeah. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Does good. anyone miss old Homer that used to just yell at Bart and scream and choke him? Versus new Homer that's just an idiot that eats donuts? You got to be PC nowadays, you know? You can't be beating kids on TV. To beat them behind closed doors where no one can see. <laughs> Jack, can I talk to you for a second outside? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so number I think, think Sideshow Bob, number three. Okay. And then the top two, I have to go with the Joker. So The Joker's I, top two? The Joker's top two? How, so wait, I would go with probably... Uh, number two, I'll go with Heath Ledger Joker Ooh. from the you know the bat the uh, Christian Bale Batman series, mm-hmm. and then number one, I'll go with the most recent Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. You think he beat Heath? 
Oh man, that was creepy. I think wait, 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 wait. Say, say Heath again. You think he beat Heath? <laughs> Heath? <laughs> I think that's going to be controversial because a lot of people are like, "How could you say that he was worth like?" Because anytime someone dies, right. then he's there's like a whole. It's like untouchable, right? Right. I mean, I thought he was good. I, I thought he was all right. I think he was good. He uh, was shitting on his legacy. No, he's I thought he was guy. amazing, but I think, like, I remember I saw. The, the newest Joker with Joaquin like at, uh, at Coex. So at like 1 a.m., I finished up at Coex yeah. and I walked home by myself. I actually saw that movie by myself and I was really creeped out. Like, <laughs> I felt like... Wait, from Coex to your house it, is a long walk. Yeah, well, the, the old one. The, I know. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, It's, it's yeah. not because you have to walk uphill, right? <laughs> well, I was going to ride the scooter, but they were all gone, <laughs> you know? You choose your scooter well, my friend. That's a good topic too, but we'll save that for another time. All right. Did you see it? Yeah. You see the new chains they put in? What? Oh, you can't ride on the sidewalk anymore. Scooters are banned from riding on the sidewalk now. You're on the road. You got to fight it out with they, buses and they cars. They passed the law now. yesterday. No way. Yeah. What shall we do? All right. Well, next question here. Top three romantic comedies. Mm. Rom com. Mm. Ryan, you're a softy. You're a softy, bro. I had, to, I had to expose you. My bad, but I had to expose you. What? Well, Ryan's never even seen a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> I get scared. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen some rom-coms in my day. Of course. Definitely. I, I have a, an idea of what you're going to say, and if it comes up, I'm going to shit on you. But mm. go ahead. Yeah? Go ahead. So I might have to start in reverse order on this one. Oh. Um, and number go with one number one first. Okay. Definitely The Notebook. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to just do that. I mean, it's great. You know, like. Is it the I best mean, one or is, is it, the, is right it like, just like the one that everyone has to say? No, I mean, I, I mean. Did you cry the first, first time saw I saw it? it? I, cry? I may have gotten something in my eye. Uh, I may have had a little allergy going uh -huh. on. You know, seeing uh, the dynamic, the, the you know the dynamic. Which part was it? Which part that made you cry? When you realized that they were talking about their own life. <laughs> or the bed scene where at the end, you know, spoiler mm. alert, mm. you know, at the end where they pass, they pass at the same time together in the bed. Mm. Oh, true love. True love right there, man. True love. All right. How hard are you? That's now? really hard to synchronize, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Synchronized death. Synchronized. Yeah. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> number uh, two. Number two. Well, can I consider About Time a romantic comedy? Is that a rom-com? About time. I don't think I've ever seen him. About time. Seen you haven't bad. seen about time? <laughs> don't get mad. See, Whoa. that's how into rom-coms he is. Uh, so tell me, I may have seen it. Like, I don't really remember movies very well. I'm getting older. I think it's like Alzheimer's early onset. But go ahead. I think, explain it to me. I think the Korean audience is going to be really upset with you on this. About time. It's hugely popular. It's for a Korean Koreans. movie? No, no, no. It's a, it's a Western movie. It's got uh Because they come up with weird names for Korean movies. Right. It'll be like the monster, and they'll be like a time or along the Han River or something like that. And it's just like, how does that even translate? Yeah, about time. Who, who's in it? So Rachel McAdams is in it. So she's the girl. She's the woman from the. You just like the Rachel notebook. McAdams. I do. I got a little crush. Mm. She's good. So it's her, and it's the the redheaded guy. I don't know his name. Carrot Top. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> in the the <laughs> Machida movie. Did you see that? The Machida. Is what is what, where is that? Do you have Netflix? Do you mean what, cheetah? What, 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 what? So he plays my cheetah, the AI movie. No, uh, he's in uh, Black Mirror episode with the AI, the human, yeah, yeah, AI thing. All Black Mirror episodes are AI. Yeah, it's a redhead guy from that. Okay, I've, so anyway, British about, guy, British guy. I'm guessing. Yes, yes, redhead. British guy. So it's about him. Uh, he has some ability to time travel, which 
sounds really weird, but just the, I guess, the relationship between him and his wife, Rachel McAdams, and kind of appreciating life. That's, you know, I really like that movie. And okay. for my wife, kind of, I guess it comes down to her, that. So her father passed away very young. Mm. So he, he died at 43 of cancer. Oh, wow. So this movie know. is a lot about uh, the dynamic. I keep saying dynamic. The relationship between him and his father. So she cries every time we watch this movie. So it just kind of means something a little bit more special for her. So gotcha. seen it a lot. Okay. Used, wow. used that song at our wedding. So it's kind of mm. special. So that'd be number two. Getting all sappy here. Wow. I, I always thought your wedding was, I, I just remember like the thong song playing over, like on repeat. <laughs> well, you know, we had to have, we had to have that, you know, Drew Hills from Baltimore. Right, you know, okay. Hometown. There we go. We represent Cisco a lot. But after the song song, we, you know, we throw on some about time. I like, it shows the depth and the range. Mm. Yeah. Depth and the range. Different, different sizes of thong, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of different things. <laughs> Um, right, so that so would be number two. Mm-hmm. And then number three, maybe 50 First Dates. Really? Oh, a comedy. Yeah. More it's comedy than rom. No, this is more. I, I would say you think it's more, more rom than com? This Drew Barrymore, it, Adam Sandler. The thing about Drew Barrymore, Adam Sandler combo plate uh, lunch is, is that it happens so often. I feel like it's the same. It's, it's very if, similar. But, their, their chemistry is even but, though the story might be different. But if you saw that movie for the first time and, yeah, you, and yeah. you had no and you didn't see the 35 movies that preceded that yeah, movie. Yeah, right. This was the first, right? Was it the first? I think it was the first. I'm not going to we don't have Wikipedia mm-hmm. in front of us, but you could be right. It could be the first. Wedding, it was a while ago. Wedding Singer. Wedding Singer was the first. Oh, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Wedding I would actually now that you brought up Wedding Singer, which I haven't thought about forever, I would say that's a better but it's your choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't. Sh- I won't directly shit on your choices. All right. So last question here. Last question here. All right. We went through super villains and, and beers and romantic comedies. Last question. Top three basketball players. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Okay. So to round out our top three list. Ah oh man, that is tough. That is tough. I want. I'll, I definitely want to hear your guys' answer. On I this was gonna. One. The, the first question I was thinking is was the the first. Like the top three Baltimore Bullet players, but I'll go top three basketball players. The Wizards. Yeah, what a terrible name, huh? <laughs> they could have done the better. Wizards. They could have done better. It didn't have to be the Bullets, but it didn't have to be the Wizards. <laughs> yeah. No, we could have done a lot. Could have done better. The Washington basketball team would that be better? It'd be better than Wizards. <laughs> Washington Generals is better. I mean, the Washington, just, fo- the Washington football team. Yeah, it's solid. It's better than the. You got, it's better than the Wizards. Yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, top three basketball players. All right. So number three would be the Worm. Definitely Dennis Rodman. The I used, Worm. Yeah, I loved. Really? I loved Dennis Rodman. Like seeing him battle with Karl Malone and Shaq. Those are great. And epic. Charles and Barkley. Alonzo Mourning. Alonzo Mourning. Oh, Alonzo battles. Epic. Always getting in Alonzo's head. Always. You know, always fighting. And uh, his time with the Bulls and even the Bad Boy Pistons. You know, like. Yeah. The, his ability to lock down, you know, one through five was amazing. And just his, I guess his story, I've, I've seen his documentary. Yeah. How he came from right. just, was just playing at the Y or something, 19 right. years old. Right. Community college picked him up and then, That's you know, kind of brought him he into became play. Became a Hall of Famer. Became <laughs> a Hall of Famer. Right. Hall of Fame party or Hall of Fame basketball player. Mm. So definitely the worm, number three. Uh, number two, probably Mike Miller. 
Really? Like, NBA champion? Yeah, NBA champion, White Mike. I think I, I used to follow him in college when he was in Florida. Uh, I love this He's shot. He's like a South Dakota guy or something like that, like Some, originally, right? right, right, From, right. Yeah. Which is crazy in and of itself. Phil Jackson's a Dakota guy too. And you just think, how did you, how was there enough competition out there? Well, if the, you go to South Dakota where I, I played, well, you'll understand. <laughs> was there a lot of competition? No, there was not. <laughs> it's like, how, how is that a better, how does that breed somebody? Look, if you're that? in the Johnny Carinos in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, you'll understand. Ooh. Speaking, <laughs> are you speaking okay. Chinese over there? Yeah. But our yeah. listeners in South Dakota are they really, are really just out. getting something out of this. They get it. Yeah, so I mean, I loved Mike. Like, I loved Mike Miller at first, and I don't know if you guys remember when he had actually put the ball on the floor and drive. Are we talking Florida? We're, we got to go back to Florida. Florida, Memphis. No, Memphis, man. He we, had drafted we, Memphis. He was. A I don't baller. think I watched enough Memphis. Basketball. He used to throw it down on some people. He used to when when he was young. He used to do like he used to be more than just a shooter. Yeah. Did he, he play with Al Horford, right? Or no, he's he way before Al Horford. Mm, that was a different time. That was uh, that was Al Horford, uh, Noah. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> who? But he was yeah, on. Who's the he, headband? He guy. was on Florida. Who, who was on Mike Miller's Minnesota, team? The guy who was Minnesota. Yeah. Didn't Mike Miller win a national championship too? Yeah. Who was on his team though? It wasn't like he did it by himself. That's a good question. Okay, that's that's a. I just I just focus on Mike. You know? Okay, just, Mike was great. <laughs> Where's though? Mike Miller at? Mike was pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I and he came and played for the Wizards. You know. Uh-huh. I liked him there. He was tough. Got hurt, and then just seeing him is full. I'm assuming you guys had a losing record then as well. <laughs> have we ever had a winning record? You guys haven't been good for a long time. You guys did good when one of the years when Michael Jordan was there. You guys like made playoffs and everything. I think mm. a couple years with Gilbert. You know when Gilbert wasn't pulling guns on people in the locker room. And he was Agent Zero. When he was Agent Zero, you had uh, he was amazing. I thought he was like up there with the top, like top three in the NBA for those two years. For like a couple years, yeah. He's averaging close to thirty-five points a game. That one season, he's killing. But then I think knee knee injuries or something kind of took him down. Yeah. So Mike Miller, number two, and then number one, I gotta say LeBron. Is that is that too much of a a popular pick? Well. What was the question? I mean, was it the best players or your favorite players? He said like top three. So for him, like his top three. So okay, like, so it can be best my favorite, favorite. player. Like, yeah. So like on like it's interesting because Dennis Rodman and Mike Miller are two people that probably like not a lot of people would have on their top three list. Right? <laughs> not a lot. I think LeBron, like most people out there, if they're picking the top five or top three, they put LeBron on that list. But the other two are interesting. I just why, I thought why, you meant players that I like. Yeah. So why, why would you put in LeBron? Why would you put no, LeBron? Just, like, it, 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 it doesn't seem to fit with the rest of your picks. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, our, make sense. our basketball styles are so similar, you know. Okay. Ah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, now it makes sense. Yeah, now it just comes out. No, I think I was born in 1984, uh, went to, you know, graduated in 2002, and that's the same as LeBron. He was born in 1984, 2002. So I think my whole adult life I've followed his career. Just it's I feel like I've kind of grown up with him. I've seen him as a young player and just hmm. as a Wizards fan, it's hard to root for them sometimes. So I've kind of Always enjoyed watching LeBron's teams play. Just destroy it. Well, you guys didn't really make the playoffs that much, so just in the regular season, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, just so no, if, if, if like if you're a Wizards fan, do you always have like a team that you actually root for, even though you're a Wizards fan? <laughs> like exactly. Like I'm a Wizards <laughs> fan, but I, I want the Bulls to win the Eastern. Con- like so that was my whole like adult life was you know I root for the Wizards, but LeBron James. I just yeah. pretty much follow whatever team I LeBron's like- playing for. I like the style and just. You know, it's kind of intensity to play with. So maybe LeBron. What about you guys? Got you. I think, like, that's an interesting thing. Like, if you ask me my favorite players, I wouldn't put LeBron because he's not one of my favorite players. Mm. I recognize him as probably the best player 
I think he's like probably the best player that's ever walked the earth. And I'll just say that it's fine. People are, you know, are scared to say the GOAT. I will say Michael Jordan is my favorite player. Like Michael Jordan is my favorite player and arguably the GOAT. But I think LeBron at, at the end of his career, and you know, people have their own criteria, but just like if you look at like just points and all the uh, like, you know, the I mean, errors are different. So I mean, it's when hard it's, to when say. When it's all said and done, like for me, I, w- I would agree. Like my favorite player of all time is Michael Jordan. You know, but like seeing what LeBron's doing and when he retires, he probably will be statistically the most impressive player that the game has ever seen. Like like the records that he breaks, if someone is able to break these records, like just the longevity that he's had, the fact that like, I mean, Michael Jordan took it like a three year break, you know, like there was another season when he was young where he didn't play a full season. You know, so there's like all this, like LeBron's never been injured. He's played straight through the whole time, been been at like an elite level since he came into the NBA at 19. Mm hmm. You know, it's like like winning championships, like doing everything he's done. Like, it's pretty hard to argue that he's not the greatest of all time. Like, honestly. I think the interesting thing about the 90s when we're talking about generations, because there's different generations, people talk about, like, um, would, like, LeBron, like, all these people be able to go back where it was tougher defense and and score all those points? And it, it probably would be tougher to get to the hole back in those days when Bill and Beer is doing a karate chop on you. But I would say... On the, there's a reverse of that too. Those guys weren't necessarily good defenders. Those are guys that just hit the weights and could use their hands and know that they could get away with a lot more, right? Yeah, the rules are different. Nowadays, to be a good defender, you actually have to slide your feet, understand rotations. It's harder to be a good defender now. And LeBron's like NBA all defense, like, you know, he's an amazing defender in the modern era. I don't know that Anthony Mason would be a great defender now. Who's he? He's going to have to go out and guard everybody because everybody can shoot. And how's he going to slide his feet and stay in front of like a Steph Curry? You know, that, that's, know. It, there's a, there's a, it's a double-edged sword, which a lot of people don't talk about. See, I think it's got to be, it's got to be generational, uh-huh. the best player. Because, I mean, I watch old Michael Jordan games and would those guys be on, be in the court nowadays? Like, would Luke Longley be yeah. playing? Like, yeah, yeah. Just, and then even like Anthony Mason, when he was older in his career, would he be playing? Like he was basically. A lot of these guys are just hockey goons. They're got. They're you know Charles, Charles Mason, Oakley. Charles or mm-hmm. Charles Smith, Charles Oakley, yeah. Charles's, Charles's. Their Xavier job McDaniel. is just to like knock people down and intimidate people. But I mean, in today's NBA game, you have to be able to kind of guard multiple positions. You have to be able to shoot You're more versatile. Man. If you can't shoot, they're gonna just play you off the floor. You know. And on defense, it's easier to defend when you know there's only like one real shooter. There's like one Steve Kerr on the team. The other guys, you prefer them to shoot. So you can really just chill. Where now you got to close out and then slide your feet every time. It's t- it's tough. I was reading something about how much modern day NBA players run compared to you know older oh, I believe it. players. I believe it. I mean. JJ Reddick is running like a marathon every two days, you know, mm-hmm. playing these games. Right. Um, and even the big guys have to close out, like you said. You got to get out there, and then you got to slide your feet. You got to get back. You got to protect the rim. And then, if you can't shoot free throws, they're gonna just hack you and put you on the free throw line until either make free throws or they're gonna take you out of the game. You know. Right. So, I think you the whole goat argument. It's impossible to compare different generation players. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, if that was the case, I would even say that Wilt, or not Wilt, uh, Kareem, Kareem would be more decorated, you know, more MVPs than LeBron, more championships, uh, more points at this point. He's know? like completely left out of that argument. 
Yeah. It's crazy. I think Kareem's interesting because the way he scored, no one in the modern game stopped him either. You know, like the way Michael Jordan was, like there's, there's, I mean, like LeBron, like Michael Jordan didn't play against LeBron type athletes. And like if Michael Jordan was playing today, LeBron would probably guard him, you know? Yeah, right? that would. So it'd be interesting because like, like also Michael Jordan would have to guard LeBron or, or a and guy LeBron's like that. LeBron's taller, right? longer arms, jumps be- yeah. just as good or better. So I mean, no doubt, like Michael Jordan was, was amazing for his time. I think you like said for that generation, like who was better than Michael Jordan? Nobody, right? right. And then even the next generation after him, people were like, eh, who's going to be better? And then LeBron emerged, right? Because like Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan were very similar. Like, you know, they're like height-wise, size-wise, strength-wise, you know, mentality, what they did, how they played. You know, that would be an interesting matchup because it'd be a coin toss, right? But LeBron, that's just a whole different animal, you know? Yeah. And then, but you have a guy like Kareem where like, okay, like how, no one could stop the skyhook back then and no one, who could stop the skyhook now? It's also like the, the skill level in general in the NBA when Michael Jordan was playing, when Larry Bird was playing, it was a lot lower. Like now we skill train all year. The kids are coming up. They're, they're in high school and can do can shoot from half court. Like You know what I mean? There's nobody who can't shoot anymore. There's nobody, a physical advantage like where you can jump and you're faster. It's, it's not as big as, every, as it used to be when we're just going straight off natural, natural, natural talent. Everyone's in the gym. Everyone's got their, their trainer now. Well, like back when, when, when we were playing, like the thing was like, look, what you need to do is you need to get the horses. You need to get the athletes. You need to get those guys in there, and then hopefully mm-hmm. we can teach them how to play basketball. If we get the best athletes around, put them in a gym, and the ones that end up like uh, catching on to what we're teaching them, we'll take them, and then they have a chance to be great. Everyone was trying to be Dwight Howard right. and, and Alonzo Mourning. And like, I yeah. mean, I remember like watching like the Miami Heat practice and like some of these like other teams practice, and these guys were just monsters. Looked like WWF wrestlers, but not a lot of them had a lot of skills. So now they're putting a higher like importance on skill. And then if you happen to be a great athlete, then you, with this skill, yeah, double whammy. then you can be a LeBron James. But I look at a guy like Luka Doncic now. Like Luka could have played in any era because he is so skilled. That's what's amazing. You know, but a guy like, a guy like LeBron, obviously any era, he's so athletic, you know, whatever, right? But like a lot of these super athletes that played in the 90s, they couldn't play now because what would they do? They're just athletic. Well, is it, I think a lot of that comes from the, the freedom that people are allowed nowadays. Like Anthony Davis was a point guard growing up. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then you in know, Wilt's day they would have been like, "You post up, yeah, you you're get tall, rebounds, get down low, block some shots," you know. Yeah. And then if someone comes in, knock them on the ground. Uh-huh. You know, so I mean, Luke, Luka Doncic is what six foot nine, yeah. six foot ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been a center. He would have been a center. Even LeBron. LeBron's a point forward. You yeah. know, they would have been like, "Okay, you're six eight. You know, go down low, box do you, out." Do you think so? Uh, Jordan eclipsed Dr. J. LeBron arguably is eclipsing Jordan now. Like if you look at stats, just scoring as many points and all, you know, assists and rebounds. Do you think Luka is going to be the guy that's going to eclipse LeBron? Because he's so young. He's got a huge uh, in front of him career. If he doesn't, if he stays healthy and stays at this level of consistency that LeBron has stayed at, Mm -hmm. he's got a chance. Like the thing is like, the thing that people I don't think give LeBron that much credit for is the fact that he just like greatness for like like look at Gilbert Arenas he dominated the NBA for like what a year and a half two years and then he disappeared is he gonna be in the Hall of Fame probably not because he only was great for like a couple of years right even guys like Chris Webber like should they be in the Hall of Fame they had decent careers a couple of years where they were amazing uh-huh. LeBron has been at the top elite top level still at the top of best player in the NBA since he came in the league till now for a period of what is it seventeen years like that's amazing. 
LeBron, like Jordan was gone for a couple of years. When he when he first came in, like he was a gunslinger. You know, people were like, oh, he's a good player. But LeBron like was doing, he was filling up the stats from the time he came in the league. See, I'm not sure. Like, you know? The reason I don't know if Luka's going to be that good is in order to be in that, that conversation, you have to win championships, right? And he's a pretty below average defender. I would even say a bad defender. A lot of times he's... He's early day James Harden just kind of waves at people. But and if the Mavs yeah. are going to win, he's got to step up his defense. I'm just going to say one. Uh, I agree with you, but I will say it's easier to improve at defense because defense basically just means you have a willingness to learn defense and want to be. And he's definitely got the intelligence to know how to play defense. Offense. You can want to be a great shooter and it doesn't work out for everybody. You can want to be a great scorer and want to be, you know, it's a lot of opportunity, luck, and and just getting it. Like it's a lot harder to be the offensive side of that coin. But then at the same point in time, like, like take that Dallas team, right? Dirk Nowitzki wasn't a great defender for his mm. whole. Like I mean, Steve Nash. These guys were MVP, going to the Hall of Fame. In that quality, where people are like, yo, these guys were amazing, like great, great players. Like if Luca doesn't become the kind of defender that LeBron does, would that take away from his greatness of what he could possibly like? achieve like say he wins champions with all this stuff right but he's still like an average defender or people would be like yeah he, he would be great but just the thing about in the goat category no one rates defense even though michael jordan and, and lebron were both great defenders yeah most of the time they're looking at like oh he was the greatest scorer he was the greatest no, assist so, and, and and rebounds go in there and luke is a great rebounder for his size so they said like i was watching i was looking at a, um i think it was like jalen rose Maybe, maybe one of his like uh, podcasts a couple days ago about like their ranking. Like, okay, look, if we're talking about the GOAT, we need to look at like certain categories, right? Mm -hmm. like, oh, he was great. Okay, you think he's great. You think he's great. You have your opinion, right? But if you look at what they've won, like scoring titles, okay, Jordan. MVPs, what they're equal, right? NBA titles, Jordan's there. NBA finals MVPs, Jordan's there. But then you look at defensive player of the year, first team all defense, all NBA, these kind of things. Then the debate gets interesting because because uh, Jordan won Defensive Player of the Year, mm -hmm. and he was always like first team, second team, right up there. And, but like all the other categories, it's debatable, right? But like that one thing, yeah. Well, Le LeBron's always going to have the longevity, so right. he'll have the most points, which is a he'll huge have the part most of rebounds, yeah. he'll have the most yeah. assists. The stat wise, right? And then people argue against that. They say, you know, well, the day, the game's different. We have modern day medicine. You know, people take care of their bodies more. But he's still revolutionary in that fact. For sure. You know, he's, what is he spends a million dollars a year on his, his body. But he's never lived, he's never lived in scoring, has he? I don't think so. I right. think not with KD, no. But he'll, KD. but he'll probably retire as the greatest scorer in NBA history. The other thing about points, too, is you got to remember that back in the day, like Wilt and these guys, there was only like eight teams in the league. They didn't play that many games. The playoffs <laughs> was like super quick. Um, well, they're playing against like plumbers and electricians. Yeah, so it's like, stuff, who right? are you playing? It's like when you watch Zion play against his, the high school team. It's like, yeah, you're having these great highlights and dunks, but you're playing against like, mm. you know. But yeah. well, what was Zion? He lived in Maine or something or Vermont or something. The kids, he was playing like a like ninth grade little 100, 110 pound boys, you know. So. Yeah. But that kind of translated, I guess. Okay. So we are we are a little bit past the mark, but at, at the 45-minute mark, we usually have like a little uh, game we like to play. And today, my game is um, – I've been into – this is what we, we should have talked to. I wanted to ask you about like what new – because you're really into podcasts. I wanted to ask you that. But I know that you like the J.J. Reddick podcast, Old Man and the Three, and they do a draft. Okay. 
So, let me get my beer real quick. How's your beer? I believe this is number three on Ryan's top three list. So feel good. Feel it's like. good. It's actually not a beer though. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's a good cider. It's a nice uh, drink. Soft drinks. So today we wanted to try a draft okay. for the first time ever on Phase Two podcast. We are having dun, 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 dun. a draft. All right. And so I got so I I spoke to you a little bit earlier about my draft topic, so you can kind of prepare. And I was saying U.S. presidents because you know this is an election year. Why not? Mm-hmm. And you said, you know zero about American history, which means that you're not so much of a patriot. You're just kind of like, I don't know, man. I know a few presidents. Okay. You know, just the ones that you know come with dollar bills, you know? To, to separate the men from the boys would be to go a draft of vice presidents. Then we're like real thin. It's like, who do you remember? You only remember the vice presidents that eventually became president, right? Spiro Agnew. Ooh, good one. <laughs> who Do you know George Washington's vice president? Thomas no. Jefferson, man. Was it Thomas Jefferson? I'll believe it because I, I honestly I don't so. know. But so. you could be right. I'm, I'm not, don't quote me, but I think it was Thomas Jefferson. No, we're quoting you. That's it. And if you're wrong, you're, you're screwed. You're an idiot. Okay. So we're going to do a snake draft and we're going presidents. And you have to not only say which president, because we could just name names. So we could say Woodrow Wilson and not know anything. Don't okay. give me any hints. You have to say, oh, you have down. to say <laughs> Woodrow. Was that with two? Uh, um, but you have to say the reason why. Ooh. And then I'm going to shit on these choices. Okay. So, Ryan, you're our guest. Mm. Yeah. So you start off, and we'll go to Eric and me, and it's a snake, and then I'll get two picks and go back this way. So you're starting off, and then you'll get two picks. We're going to go four rounds. Eric said three rounds because he thought we'd exhaust the presidents we know. I'm going to go four rounds just so it gets ridiculous where we're just naming names. <laughs> All right, so are we starting with like our our top choice? Yeah, top choice. The, the one you want. The one you want, and then and then uh, say why. Okay, that's an easy choice right there. Thank you for the first pick. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You're our guest, and I would go with Barack Obama. And why? Uh, so Barack Obama. Some people agree with his his policies and mm-hmm. disagree with his policies, but he seems like the coolest president we've ever had. Oh, agreed. Like, so. If, is there any Oops, other president he, you'd rather have a beer with than Barack Obama? No. Like he could fit in right yes. with this conversation. Yes. Really? Talking about yeah. basketball. Who, B-E, who would you rather have a beer with? Real quick. Brooklyn. Ah, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what the Epstein stuff coming out. I don't know about Bill anymore. Yeah. I have a daughter. Oh, um, smooth Bill. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Barack is a, he's a he's a baller. Oh no, actually, his oh. his games at the White House were you heard about his basketball games? Yeah, yeah, host, yeah right? for sure. Uh, he would kick people out if they didn't take it seriously, or if they kind of <laughs> took it easy on him. Okay, and I, I've heard him on like Bill Simmons podcast. I get it. He's you love man. Barack. You got All a right, boner man. right now. Cover yourself. Okay, nah. I will just say this about Barack. I love Barack. Yeah. Drop more bombs in the Middle East than any previous president. So we got to take the good with the bad. Good at basketball. E. Yeah. But good at basketball. <laughs> cool guy. Real nice guy, though. It's it, it's tough. It's a, you know what? All right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bill Clinton. I'm gonna go Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein. There's a connection. Oh, okay, with Bill. Why would, why is that? I think I think because at the time, like when uh, like he was like the first president in my lifetime that I remember that just looked fucking cool. Played the, sax, cool. Played the saxophone, wore, wore sunglasses. You know, he like was a southerner, so, so he sounded like you know we we didn't have a lot of southerners in Seattle, so we, we didn't hear that. That kind of draw. He just looked fucking cool. Fast and loose. You know? like, <laughs> he did inhale, though. He did not inhale. Didn't inhale, but he was uh, 
He was just having he, fun with he his interns. Seemed, he, he just seemed like he'd be like a fun guy. He seems like even now, like, no, I don't know, there's all the other shit going on, but like that's coming out. That is hopefully not true, but never know. He just seemed like a pretty cool fucking dude. Yeah. It's so funny that he he was a controversial president. Oh, nowadays, Him yeah. wearing sunglasses and playing the saxophone yeah. was, and then, right. you know, not yeah. inhaling was a yeah. controversial thing. And then huge. that was just, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. I can tell you, you guys, because we're only going back like 10 years. Indeed. I can tell you guys already, have a very, I, I already you guys know, don't I already, know. I already know where you're going. I you don't know. I, I guarantee you don't know. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go because I'm going Teddy Roosevelt because yeah, woohoo, exactly. Teddy Roosevelt was just the man's man he was like he went to harvard of course uh, i knew dude was out teddy buffalo hunting you know just fighting like in in the in the white house he used to wrestle other like like foreign like uh legations he uh he when they he didn't have to go to war but when they uh when the spanish-american war broke out he jumped in and was like, I want to lead the Rough Riders. Like, he didn't have to. He was like a politician. He was like, I want to be on the front lines in the war. And so he sails over to Cuba and, and, and leads this great charge up the, I forget what the name is. Juan Hill. San Juan Hill. And, and does that. He, um, yeah, he did just a lot of cool things. Big Game Hunter, right. which is not as cool now as it was back then. But, you know, just the fact that he was like a man's man, I really I really like that. And the fact that he wasn't afraid to get his hands dirty. Nowadays, um, you know, they have the politicians that their kids don't go to war and they, they never went to war and they, they're very comfortable sending other kids to war. But, you know, when Teddy Roosevelt sent you to war, you knew that he was down to get down with you. So he wasn't like afraid to risk his skin. I thought that was cool. The only thing I know about Teddy Roosevelt mm -hmm. Uberfax, shout out, mm -hmm. um, was he's the reason that we have teddy bears, right? Oh, very cool. Did you know that? I did know that. that. I read his autobiography. Um, it's really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. What was the story? He, There was a bear tied to a tree or something. He was supposed to hunt it, but he didn't feel like it was uh, a sport enough. He felt it was too unfair or it wasn't, it wasn't humane, so he, he wouldn't shoot the bear. And then they said he was soft and started teddy bears, right? Uh, that's not what I... God, uh -huh. I thought it was uh, part of his campaign thing uh -huh. with the teddy bear, but I, you know, I could be. It was, I read the book a long time ago. You could, you're probably right. I just saw he was out on some hunting trip, and they, they like, you know, did the politician. They just tied the animal to the tree. Right. Let, let go ahead and shoot it. it. He's like, no way. Stick to your, stick to your. Also, he started the national parks thing, which I'm a nature lover, and he wrote books on like, on 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 birds and like the Audubon Society and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty right. cool. So Teddy Roosevelt, number two. Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> right, no. Okay, yeah. and then this is really easy for me is Abraham Lincoln. So he freed the slaves. Just a really general dude, even though there's a lot of stuff that said it was Honest Abe. It was political reasons more than uh, you know, trying to free the slaves that mm -hmm. made him make his choice. Whatever. At that point in time, I don't want to judge him by what we, you know, like what is right now. Back then, it was a very controversial thing, but he, he made it happen. And I think that's pretty cool. Even though he's responsible for one of the biggest murders of Native American people during his presidency. Anyways, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. So you're throwing it to me now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with another Roosevelt. Okay. The only president to serve more than two terms. Right. Also handicapped. Yes. Wife was responsible for numerous things for to help like the plights of women and mm -hmm. for the underappreciated the 
Um, I think like Franklin Delano Roosevelt would have to be my second choice. Just because he's... He seemed like a good dude, a generally a yeah, solid I mean, dude. I think like his, his voice of like how he reassured the nation during, during the, the Second World War, taking us through the Depression, really difficult time. And he managed all that, keep the nation together, and uh, led us through the war. And then with his wife, like out there helping a lot of these, like other things. He also set up a lot of national parks and New Deal, the New Deal, a lot of this stuff. I think uh, got the economy going. Yeah, I think he was pretty. What was his handicap? I I think he had polio. Polio, but I think, I think it's like he could walk for most of his life, and then when he became president, it got worse and worse and worse, and to the point where he had to be confined to wheelchair. wheelchair. I'm I'm not sure if it was polio, but I think it was. I think it was, but I'm I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Yeah. FDR. Okay. FDR. FDR. Yeah. Hmm. So now I picked two times. Yeah. Second and third round. Four picks. rounds of presidents for someone who doesn't know much about presidents. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And you're from like basically Washington D.C. So yeah, that's you know, even don't even pay attention. Um, so maybe John F. Kennedy. Great next. One. Great one. Great one. Handsome. Damn handsome. Just because he's handsome. Uh no. Wait, uh, yeah. Is handsome or because he banged Marilyn Monroe? Ooh. Is that is that was that confirmed? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think he just represented a lot of of good, and during he represented that whole '60s movement in a way, and the unfortunate end that he read, you know. So just JFK. Okay. Mm. Um, and then who next? Maybe I would say Jimmy Carter. One-term president. There's not that many of those. One-term president. He's, Why? He's still rocking. How old is he? Like 98 years old? Someone he still preaches. He, he has a church. People go down and, and listen to him preach every Sunday. And he's still like out building houses for Habitat for Humanity. Dude's vibrant. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about his policies, one-term president, but he just seems like a solid dude. He and he had, a, like, he had like a redneck brother that just loved to drink beer and whoop it up. <laughs> really? is, yeah, yeah, look it up. Okay. So, yeah, Jimmy Carter. I, I think he seems like a cool guy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go George Washington, all right? Because it started with huge him. slave owner. It started with him, right? And a strict slave owner. I think that's why a lot of us are avoiding the older guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, We're getting this, back into it. This yeah. is the thing. I mean, like what? Like you know, he was operating like in his time. So you know, whatever he was doing, like it's it's, it's tough for us to look back and say like you know, like yeah, who knows? I mean, obviously, like you. <laughs> Slave ownership is a bad deal. He shouldn't have been doing that. But the presidency started with him, mm-hmm. you know. And I think he was, he was our first president. He's definitely like a national icon. Um, yeah, I think like it started with him. I mean, there. I mean, the District of Columbia is named after him. Our the state where we were born is is uh, is named after him. And he got his hands dirty too. He fought. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was the leader of the revolution. You know. So, question for you guys: Does that get confused in Korea a lot for you? Uh, Washington. Just, no one knows where Baltimore is. So normally I say I'm from Washington, mm-hmm. Washington D.C., and then they kind of get confused, and then oh, like near California, and I'm like, no, 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 no. the we're the opposite, the other side of the coast, you know, near New York City. And they're People like, always think that we're from there. Uh, Every time I say Seattle, or if, if I always say Seattle, and they're like, oh, where's that? I'm like Washington, and then like, oh, D.C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it's always some some play here. It always gets confused. Right. So Eric, you're uh, okay. So now I have kind of like a sort of controversial one. It's a uh, Lyndon B. Johnson. 
LBJ. So interesting. Nowadays, in the the political climate we're living in, you know, it's like there's all like the Black Lives Black Lives Matter movement and all this kind of stuff. Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Civil Rights uh, Act, so I think that's pretty cool. Even though to shit on him, he owned shares of Bell Helicopter when we were in Vietnam. So obviously, the more war we have, the more he profits on making helicopters. So, but. He did sign the, the civil rights bill and, and recently with Trump saying he's done more for black people since Abe Lincoln, I would just point out, look at Lyndon B. Johnson. Like, I think he did it. He did it. He did a pretty good job. Okay. Now we're getting, so wait, was this, is this the end of the third round? That was fourth, right? No, this is third round. Oh, we're third coming round. on to fourth. Oh, okay. This is it. Oh, the start of the more. fourth round. And so, cause they're all shit up to Carter. I, I thought Carter was okay. Um, Joe Ford is an idiot. Um, now we're going back. I'm going to go, okay, Thomas Jefferson. Also a large slave owner. Also our slave owner. But A, he believes, like, he was a big deal thinker in, in like, he was a smart guy. I mean, he helped write the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. So a lot of these ideas of liberty that have been passed down, obviously he was only thinking about white landowning males not no women you know like whatever but those were such groundbreaking philosophies and democracy at that at that era that i think he needs to be involved in this he's he's way forward for that era and the fact that he no no i don't go there that's bad but the fact that he seemed like open-minded maybe so Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Thomas Jefferson. Anything else to add? Let's <laughs> <laughs> cut them off there. Yeah. All right. Um, for me, I'm going to go with Woodrow Wilson. Because I said that in the beginning? No, I was thinking about it because honestly, like after after World War II, when all these, you know, quote unquote great nations got together, they're thinking about a way to prevent another world war. Mm-hmm. And Woodrow Wilson's Ooh, idea behind that to create the United Nations or a united... League of Nations, a, I League, a League of Nations, you know, would end up being the United Nations. He was the the proponent behind that. It was his idea. After the war ended, he was like, "Look, we don't need to. The world doesn't need to go into this kind of crisis again." Mm-hmm. And because of that idea, like I don't know what he did domestically or anything else, but I know that internationally, like this idea ended up kind of bringing our world together at a time when the world was really fractured. Awesome. I think the fourth round is funny. Is like we're just like, uh, my pick, possibly a good man. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting so thin right now. Yeah, when you get deep in history, it's hard to, yeah. So you got, wait, you got two picks now? No, I've got one left. You got one? Yeah. All right, one left. Someone with, yeah, Barack for, yeah. Barack was a good one. Donald Trump. Hey, I, you know, I knew yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only other one he knows by name. Oh, man, that would be rough. My mom would kill me. Um, no, I'd say Ulysses S. Grant Ooh. would be my last pick. Mm. Uh, got his hands dirty. I like the getting their hands dirty. I think during his ear, we needed a, what do you call it, a president that swings a big stick. That's the old thing. Yeah. And just a, you know, decorated uh, war veteran, Mm -hmm. leader, general, you know. Yeah. And did a lot for our country. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Grant. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was the main general, what, in the Civil War, right? So killed a lot of Indians, I think, too. So, Um, okay. So last thing. We're getting, we're getting close to the, I mean, but mm-hmm. one thing we always like to do is cover like a Korean cultural topic cool. on, our, on our show. And we, we, we spoke about it a little bit. Um, we're talking about Korean toilets right now. Ooh. So, so, you know, okay, so here's the deal. You know, the Korean toilet, right? 
a little hole in the ground, right? As opposed to Western toilet where you can sit down and be comfortable. So like even now in 2020, you still go to many places and you still find the old toilet where you got to sit down and squat. You're a big dude. You're six, 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 seven. Six five, six, six, six five. Yeah. So you're about there. Like I know that when I run across, you know, I gotta take a shit and rock, run around. And I see this toilet. It fucking just. I'm like, oh my god, it's just a pain in the ass. It's it's, it's not comfortable. It's hard. It like the stalls are small. It's hard to squat. It's rough. How do you feel about the, it's when, rough. when when you first came to Korea? Were you like, what the fuck? So I think you guys were in big cities at first, right? Mm-hmm. So my first city in Korea was Daejeon, but not even. In like heart of Daejeon, like I was like 20 minutes outside of the city, uh-huh. in the middle of nowhere, kind of countryside of Daejeon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked at this this little university there, mm-hmm. and the university's about 35 minute drive from downtown. You know, 4,000 students, very small, mm-hmm. and my building only had one Western toilet in five floors. Wow. Yeah. On the fifth floor. On on the first floor. On, on the, the first, first floor. floor. Nice. They actually had a handicapped toilet. And where were you teach, where were you teaching? Um, so I would teach all over. My, I didn't really have one classroom, but no, I would I mean, kind of shift. What, what floor you were? Uh, normally, I'm on the fifth floor. Yeah, <gasps> but it's a handicapped toilet, so technically you're not supposed to use it. I'm not supposed to use it, but I just played the foreigner. Oh, oh, sorry, I don't know. I don't know what the wheelchair sign means. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> but, read. But I even can't so, read pictures. You're walking. You're sorry. walking down from the fifth floor every time. Yeah, but. Uh, I avoided the squatter for the first year I was in Korea. That's a, that's noble. That's hard work. A whole year? A whole year. Like, they were, I'd be out of bars, stuff like that. They only had a squatter. I remember taking taxis home in order to use my bathroom. And then, no like, cl- all right, guys, I'll be back in like 15 minutes. No close calls? Always close calls. <laughs> Buzzer beaters? <laughs> you know, it's the worst. A few peeping turtles in my day. But mm. I got home. But there was this one day... I was going to work, teaching at the university. Um, I had my coffee in the car, 30-minute drive, just, you know, slamming the coffee. I got to work at about 8.57, and my classes started at 9, right? Responsible? Very irresponsible. Yeah, that was back in the the 6 a.m. days, you know? Right, right, right. So I parked the car, run in, go to the handicap tool at the old reliable, and somebody's in there. Probably a handicapped person, Ryan. <laughs> or another. <laughs> right, or another, another one of the get out. <laughs> another one of the professors. This probably. is important. Get your weird try out of here. I've got to go. Um, so it, it probably was another, like a foreign you know, foreign professor there because mm-hmm. we all knew about this toilet. We, we knew it was the only spot to go. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I go in. I kind of shake the door. I stand there. I'm like, I kind of, you know, got the clinch going on. Mm, I know that There's well. There's not much time left. I know that well, my friend. I got my class started at nine. So I'm like, all right, we got to go in. We got to try this. We got to try this squatter, you know. So I'm wearing my kind of business attire. Got the sports jacket, you know, sports jacket with the button oh up, you know, the pants. And I'm like, all right, how do you do this? Because it's a lot easier if you got sweatpants on or like, like. Right? Yeah, you're not dressed up. Right. And I had no idea how to do it. Zero clue. So I get in there. I actually went up to the fifth floor where my classroom was. I go in the bathroom there and. I just basically disrobed. I took everything off because I didn't know <laughs> what's going to get. Got to get naked. Got to get naked. Right? Completely naked. There's a lot of parts going on. And One article of clothing could, could, could throw it all off. And I am not flexible at all. Mm-mm. Like I can barely touch my toes. And this is in your you 20s, know? yeah? <laughs> yes. mm. Even then. So I completely disrobed. I get naked. You know, I, I think I kept on my white undershirt, you know, the AT mm. shirt underneath. 
and uh, I hung everything up the best I could. I'm, you know, <laughs> you got the peeping turtle. I'm ready to go. Mm. I'm like, damn, what, okay, how do you do this? So I latch the door. I get ready, and I squat down, but I'm, I'm not flexible enough to get really low. So I kind of hold the walls. I, Is that what you're saying? That would have been a better move. Okay. But you I lean back and I put my hand on the door behind me. Oh my God. Did you lock the door? I locked the door, but I'm a big guy. It didn't I lock broke well. The door. So I, I had my hand on the wall. I'm like down. I got my hand, one hand on the knee. And mid shit, <laughs> the door comes unlatched and I fall naked into the urinal area. Ugh. So I just fall. <laughs> and I'm like, was there I, anybody there? And I try to lift my leg up so I don't shit on myself, you know. <laughs> so I fall backwards. I'm, I'm just wearing this A T-shirt, you know, like the wife beater, the old name. So I fall backwards, and I'm like, oh my god! And I kind of like roll over to try to avoid getting anything myself. And I kind of look around, and luckily no one's there, right? <laughs> but I stand up and I look, and I completely miss the toilet. I miss the squatter. You were shitting on the floor the whole time. <laughs> I just left the steamer right next to the right next to the squatter. Okay, so real, this is where we find out what kind of a person you are. What are you made of? Are you? Do you have good morals? Do you? But you didn't land in anything. What kind of a person are you? I, I didn't do you land, believe in God? I didn't land in anything. We're going to find out if Ryan believes in God. What did you do with this steamer on the floor? How did you remedy that situation that you have caused? Wait, what kind of shit next? was it? Was it like a, like, a, like a firm? Like it was like a nice like... like a nice pile? Like what, the, like the emoji? It? it was exactly like emoji. Okay. okay. That's not I bad. mean, oh, I guess Diarrhea would be... Uh, I wasn't that low, so it had a good drop and got the, the full emoji going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So I am not a good person, and I regret this. Oh. You should have took out your flip phone and took a picture. <laughs> I had class. It was like 9.03 at this point, 9.04. I, you know, the kids are waiting. Yeah, the janitor's hating you. So I looked around, you know. Oh, my God. And I just oh I threw God. my clothes, and I got the hell out of there. You disgust me. And I left it. You disgust me. <laughs> that is so rotten. What am I supposed to do That is it? so rotten. Just I didn't, to, to, be, so, to, to be fair, to be fair. What am I going to do? If I was in the same situation, I would have done the same thing. Okay. Okay. That's w fine. Would you have done the same thing? No, let me just explain what I'm thinking. I'm thinking some handicapped guy is rolling. He's not in the handicapped oh, store. I was on the fifth floor. You know? he's, he's in the other store. I could easily blame it on the student. He's not. Oh, that's right. He's in a regular it's store. It's okay if normal people suffer. Okay. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. You, you get a pass. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> okay. that. If it was the handicapped stall, mister, oh. we'd be having a different conversation. It was. It wasn't my fault, you know. It was whoever that <laughs> person was fault? who stole the handicapped toilet from me that morning, you know. Bastard. Okay. The cleaning woman can blame her. Honestly, her. we're at the end of our time, but I just real quick. When was the last time you used a Korean toilet, like original Korean toilet? The last time. The so last we're talking time. about Dejan. This is however many years ago. Uh, so you know, also like they say that like that toilet and the way you sit when you take a shit is actually better for it's you. It's better, yeah, right? ergonomic. Right. It's actually better for you, like better, easier on your on your system. To Hunters and way. gathers, we evolved to shit that way, squatting. Right. Was well, a whole like million dollar business based on that, right? Yes, that Shark, shark Tank, tank product yep. that we gotta keep your feet up high. You're basically just squatting, but and we could just do it, but we don't do it. Yeah, well. I wouldn't recommend it under those circumstances so with, without a backstop or a hang. Thing. When was the last time you did you use the OG Korean toilet? It was about four months ago, maybe. Five Shut up! Ago. Yeah. Wow. What kind of 
in what kind of chain of events led up to this? Because this is pretty hard to find these days. So I was down in in the city called Gongju. Already that, okay, we're getting uh, closer. I don't know, do you guys sense. know where Gongju's at? Uh, no, where? So it's near near Chongju, kind of, okay. outside of Daejeon. I'm in it. So my friend teaches there. Where you, can, we had, you had a gas station? No, no, I was at a bar. <laughs> Uh, old building, old, old buildings, building, yeah. yeah. This old bar in a basement, kind of run down, like foreigner bar. Uh, we ate a lot of spicy food and then <laughs> go up to the thing, yeah. And then stomach started rumbling. Go in the bathroom. There's you, no, you hit it like a pro now. You just like okay, no problem. Well, I knew to face the wall at least, not not to face the. <laughs> so you face the hood, the, yeah. the, the the hood that comes up. You face that part. Now I've never faced that part. Really, I always keep my. My ass to that. What's that? You, you got to go in right now? Bathroom. You got to go to the bathroom go. right now? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Can I pee real quick? No, we're, we're uh, almost done. Hold so, it. God damn it. My bad. You have me drinking beer here. <laughs> a little, little baby bladder. Um, so, yeah, I faced the hood this time and I and I executed it. I'd say a 9.5, my dismount. It was uh, you know, I, I give you respect. That's real good. good. It was pretty good. That's it, real good. It, it, takes, time. Yeah. it takes time. Okay. Well, we, uh, Ryan. Awesome having you on today. I mean, just really cool. I would, I, I feel like we could do a whole podcast on this subject of the Korean toilets. I've got shit stories for days. So oh, any, I already know. I already know. Anytime you guys want to have me back. We know. haven't even gotten into Eric's shit stories because he takes the shit like probably every 15 minutes. So it's tough. I got to go right now. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. All right, Ryan, seriously, thanks for coming out and giving us the time, man. But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have you again. And then, uh, yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. Anytime. Anytime. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, let's get our kids together. Let's get some gangster smacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, toughen, let's toughen up, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in to Phase Two Podcast. That's our show for today, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>